Hey ladies, welcome to the Aligned Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Hallie Hobday, and I'm an online fitness coach whose mission is to help inspire women to live a balanced lifestyle along their fitness journey. I've helped hundreds of women lose body fat without cutting out carbs and without doing tons of cardio. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Fitness Podcast. It is your host, Hallie, and I hope you guys are having an awesome day. Today, we are talking all about the beginner's guide to starting a fitness journey or just where to start along your fitness journey because I feel like I've I've never actually done an in-depth episode on this and I know a lot of you ladies listening are at the beginning stages of your fitness journey or maybe you're looking to start your fitness journey and you guys there are so many just like dumb fitness myths and diets and supplements and just so many like contradicting videos out there these days. And I know this can be really, really overwhelming when you're first getting started along your weight loss journey, or just your fitness journey in general. And just looking at all of these like TikToks and all these videos and all these posts of like, do this, don't do that, all these diets, and just like seeing what everyone else is doing, it can lead to a lot of overwhelm, which can also lead to you not really starting at all, because you're just so overwhelmed. And you're like, okay, I'm literally lost. So this episode is for you if you are feeling really stressed and just overwhelmed right now with reaching your goal like maybe you have this specific goal that you want you know exactly what you want to accomplish but you have no idea how to get there you've tried a bunch of different things and nothing is working for you and nothing is honestly more frustrating than having a goal and just not knowing how to get there like you have a goal you're willing to put in the work you do want to invest in yourself but you're just like i literally don't know what to do like i'm just so overwhelmed and lost. So that's why we're going to do an in-depth breakdown in this episode of just the beginner's guide to starting a fitness journey. Because you guys, when I started my fitness journey, it was a little chaotic. Okay. I definitely did not see results like barely the first year of my fitness journey because I was just all over the place and I've done a lot of trial and error with my workouts and I had so many times where I just like wasn't motivated and I hated working out and I would just like when I first went to the gym my first year of going to the gym I didn't even know like what to do, how to weight train. I didn't even know what macros were. Um, And I would just watch like YouTuber influencer workouts. And I would just do those randomly at the gym. It was like super sporadic. I just like sometimes wouldn't even finish the workout. I was doing a bunch of cardio. I remember I used to just like run a mile like try to run a mile because I can't really run. Um, But I would try to run a mile on the treadmill. And that was like my workout for the day. And I just yeah, it was it was all over the place. But I learned from all of those mistakes and all of those experiences. And over the years, just from coaching hundreds of women as well, I know what we all struggle with when we first start our fitness journey. So I want to get into these like three little tips that I have for you guys. And then we're going to go into like the beginner's breakdown to fat loss and working out at the gym. So I'm really excited for this, but we're just going to jump right into it. So the first tip that I have for you ladies who are overwhelmed with starting a fitness journey is start adding new healthy habits to your life 
rather than taking things away from your life. So just as an example, instead of saying, I'm not going to eat carbs anymore, I'm going to completely cut out carbs, I'm never going to go out to eat. Like instead of taking things away, how about you start with adding protein to your diet or adding veggies to your diet or adding a daily step count goal to your lifestyle just so you don't feel really restrictive and you don't feel like oh I can't eat this I can't do that like that doesn't it just changes your mindset surrounding your fitness journey rather than like oh I can't go out anymore I can't do this anymore it just makes you not want to stay consistent with it so you're just like starting your fitness journey off on like a really negative tone and it doesn't make you excited to get up in the morning and do the things you have to do so instead of again i'm cutting out all sweets i'm cutting out all carbs like how about okay i'm gonna start by adding protein in every single meal that i eat like start there you can also do something like drinking 70 ounces of water every day or starting to do three 30 minute workouts per week so you're just adding one new healthy habit into your routine rather than like okay time to do keto time to do hours of cardio every day like that's just gonna be too much for you and you're also restricting yourself from the foods that you love. And I'm all about balance. Like if you're a client in my program, you guys know, I say this all the time. It's about balance. It's about moderation. And I'll get into the nutrition part, but there's no reason to cut out carbs if you want to lose body fat. Like there's absolutely no reason at all. And all of the clients on my team eat carbs. They go out to eat in moderation. Some of them even drink alcohol in moderation. And that's because we're learning a lifestyle. So that's the first thing. Start adding one little healthy habit into your lifestyle rather than taking away something. So second thing is you're going to choose that habit and you're going to stick to it for the next 30 days. And I mean one habit because sometimes if especially if you're overwhelmed and you have no idea where to start, sometimes it can be really really hard to stay consistent if you're doing all these different things and you're just really overwhelmed and you're really busy with work, you're already stressed out as it is. So just choose one healthy habit that you can do for the next 30 days straight. So that can be drinking 70 ounces of water every day. That can be getting up and doing a morning routine every day. That can also be hitting 8,000 to 10,000 steps per day. Like choose one habit that you can do for the next 30 days. And this is going to train your brain how to be consistent. This tip is especially good for you if you struggle with being consistent. Like maybe you'll try something for a week or two and then you fall off because you lose motivation. If you just you know, can't stick to something or you just struggle with consistency, then do this. I promise it's really going to help you because if you practice one healthy habit and you get up every day and you do that habit for 30 days, you're building that habit and then you're not going to have to try as hard to get up and do that thing. And as a result, more healthy habits that you start adding into your life are going to come to you easier because you're already in momentum. You're already used to being consistent with something. And you're also proving to yourself that you can be consistent because let's be honest, if you've failed time and time again in the past, like you've tried something, couldn't stick to it, you gave up, you quit on yourself, you probably feel discouraged and you're probably saying negative things towards yourself like, I can't stick to anything, I'm just not consistent. So you have to just train your brain and prove to yourself that, yeah, I am consistent, I can be consistent with something. Choose one thing and do it for the next 30 days that will help you get in momentum. 
momentum. This is something I like to do with clients if they are really struggling with just having overwhelm, like in like living their new lifestyle, or if they're just struggling with consistency in general, just choose one thing that you're going to do for the next 30 days. And obviously this isn't like weight training because we don't want to do workouts for 30 days straight. Our rest days and recovery days are important too, but this is something that you can literally do every single day. So try that out. Third thing. Now I could do an entire podcast episode on this. You guys know if you listen to my podcast or just can consume my content or you're in my program, you guys already know how I feel about this. But third tip, if you are a beginner to your fitness journey, do not go on a restrictive diet. Please don't. Just don't do it. Do not do it. Don't try any restrictive fad diet that you see out there. This is keto. This is Weight Watchers. This is Herbalife. This is what are some other crazy diets? There's Cinderella diet, military diet, like there's all kinds of different diets out there. And there's just no reason to do these things. Because all you need if your goal is weight loss, if your goal is fat loss, all you need is a calorie deficit to create that like you can still eat carbs and lose weight. Okay. Now if you have dietary restrictions, obviously, if you have, you know, you're allergic to certain foods, or your doctor has told you to go on a certain diet because of a health issue. That's a different story. But if you're just like, Oh, I want to lose body fat. And so I'm going to cut out carbs, like there's just no point in doing that. And you're not going to be able to stick to that long term. And this is especially if you're in the mindset of like, Okay, well, I'm just going to do keto until I lose weight. And then I'll just go back to eating carbs. Like, don't do that either. Okay, because once you go back to eating carbs, the weight will start slowly coming on again. It's just like you're you're restricting yourself and going you're putting your body through this extreme for no reason. Like why would you cut out carbs if you know you can still lose body fat while eating carbs? Like it just doesn't make sense to me and I've seen it time and time again a lot of women that come into my program, we have to spend like at least 6 months just reverse dieting and healing their metabolism because they've done so many restrictive diets. Like they've jumped from fad diet to this diet to 1200 calories to low carb, and they've done this for months or even years. And so you don't realize that what you're doing is you're setting yourself back even further. Because if you keep doing these restrictive diets over and over again, it slows down your metabolism. And it makes it harder for you to build muscle and lose body fat. And so now you're going to have to spend months and months, maybe even like a whole year or more, just healing your body internally by slowly increasing your food again. And so you are just like, prolonging your results even more if you're doing all of these restrictive fad diets like there's just no purpose to it and I feel like this is the one thing that I actually did right at the beginning of my fitness journey I didn't do a restrictive diet like I've never done keto I've never put myself on 1200 calories or something really extreme I did try like you know lower calorie diet like maybe the lowest I've gone for myself was like 1500 calories and I was like 
actually trying to stick to that, but I've never done a super restrictive fad diet. And I truly believe that's what has helped me sustain my weight loss and sustain my results because I didn't put my body and my metabolism through that. And now I'm able to enjoy myself and I, I eat carbs. I go out to eat in moderation and I'm able to live this lifestyle because I didn't do something so extreme and restrictive. So just don't do it. Don't do any fad diets that you are thinking of. Ask yourself this question if you're wanting to try a fad diet or maybe your aunt's sister's cousin did keto and she lost weight. So now you want to try it. Ask yourself this. Can you stick to that diet for the rest of your life? If the answer is no, then why would you do it in the first place? Because if you guys go back to your normal eating after you do that crash diet and maybe you'll lose that weight, your weight will start coming on again and your metabolism is also slowed down. So you're going to gain weight easier and you're also going to have to resort to doing another restrictive diet or lowering your calories really, really low if you want to continue losing weight. So if that is not enough, like to convince you guys to not do a restrictive fad diet, then I don't know what is. But I could again, I could do an entire podcast episode on that. But that's just my third tip. If you are a beginner, if your goal is weight loss or fat loss, don't do a fad diet. Okay, so now I actually want to get into like the beginner's guide to fat loss, because there are so many just myths out there and just so many dumb trends and like fitness things that I see all the time. And it just again, it makes you really confused and overwhelmed because you're just like bombarded with all of this information. And then one website tells you to do this. Another one says to do that. You're trying a fitness calculator for your calories and they're all different. And it just is really overwhelming. So here's the basics that you guys need to know if you are a beginner to starting your fitness journey. If your goal is fat loss, you do need a calorie deficit. So this is just this means like the amount of calories you're consuming. And it's a negative energy balance. You cannot lose body fat or lose weight if you are in a calorie surplus. It's literally impossible. It goes against the law of thermodynamics. You have to create a calorie deficit somehow. And some of you ladies take this to the extreme, okay? I don't mean fasting. I don't mean 1200 calories. I don't mean cutting out carbs. We already established that. All you need to do is create a slight calorie deficit. Like if you know that you're going out to eat a lot, you're getting fast food a few times per week, you actually don't even need to do a restrictive diet. You just need to be consistent and stop going out to eat as much. Like that will put you in a calorie deficit without you having to like go on this extreme diet. Um, you can also create a calorie deficit by increasing your energy expenditure which means moving your body more throughout the day. So if you are sedentary and you want to lose weight and you're barely moving your body, add a step count goal of like 8,000, 10,000 steps per day. Boom, now you're gonna be in a calorie deficit and you will lose weight over time if you're consistent with that. And that's just the basics. Obviously there's different like dieting phases that you'll have to go through, but this is if you are barely just starting. Now I'm not gonna tell you ladies how much calories you need to eat. That is for my one-on-one -on -one clients in my program and everyone has a different caloric need just depending on their dieting history, their body composition, their goals, and for, or the client's calories 
in my program, they don't always stay the same. Like sometimes we're increasing their food. Sometimes we're decreasing their food. Sometimes we are maintaining, like it just depends on what type of phase they're in. So there's no like actual range that I can give you to be like, eat in this range if you weigh this. Like your body is just so much more complex than that. So if you guys are interested in joining my program, I will say my prices are increasing for the new year. Starting January 1st, 2023, I will be increasing the investment of my program. So if you guys want more info on that, just send me a DM on Instagram. It's at Hallie June Fit. And we can chat about that. But anyways, you guys do need a calorie deficit if your goal is weight loss or fat loss. Second thing is you don't have to do tons of cardio to get to your goal. This was especially me when I first started my fitness journey. I was doing just a bunch of cardio and we think that like the answer to fat loss is doing a bunch of circuits and hit and spin class and orange theory and running and like all this cardio stuff. And that's great if your goal is like to increase your stamina and endurance, or if you want to run a marathon, if you want to do a triathlon, if you love cycling, then yes, stick to cardio. But if your goal is just fat loss and you want to be toned, then you should be weight training. In fact, most of the clients in my program have little to no cardio everyone has a step count goal and then the extent of my cardio for my clients is like an incline walk or stairmaster and we don't do a lot of it so you don't need a lot of cardio to lose body fat in fact all you really need is just a step count goal um i personally do not do cardio for myself but again it just depends on your goals and like where you're at in your journey but you guys don't have to go out and do an hour 45 minutes of cardio every single day it's just unnecessary next thing is there is no ideal diet for weight loss and i know we were kind of talking about this already but i know a lot of us when we want to lose body fat or we want to lose weight we usually search up like best diet for weight loss and you guys will see a bunch of different diets that will come up there's no ideal diet for weight loss. It's not about the diet that you're doing. It's not about the foods that you're eating. It's about your overall calories, like your calories in or calories out. You can you can gain weight on keto. I feel like people don't realize that. Like you guys can gain weight if you're intermittent fasting, but you can also lose weight if you're intermittent fasting. You can gain weight on keto. You can lose weight on keto. You can gain weight eating carbs. You can lose weight eating carbs. Like it's more so about your overall caloric intake, not the specific diet that you do. And all diets out there, they're really just forms of a calorie deficit. I know I've talked about this before, but keto, when you're cutting out carbs, that's a calorie deficit. It's not like keto's magic for weight loss. Like it's literally just a calorie deficit. Um, whichever diet you choose, it needs to be sustainable for you. You need to enjoy it. It needs to work with your lifestyle and it should be something you can sustain long term. Okay. But I don't like the word diet. None of my clients in my program are on a diet. Like they all eat the foods that they love in moderation and there's no diet restrictions in my program. It's more so about living a balanced lifestyle. Now, next thing that you guys should know if you are a beginner to your weight loss journey or your fitness journey is there are no weight loss supplements that will give you sustainable results or just lose the body fat for you. Because I know there's all kinds of fat burners, there's all kinds of like waist trainers and skinny tea and skinny coffee and like just these pills that you can take that will like make you lose body fat. And those are all just 
don't waste your money on those. Please don't. <laughs> um, supplements don't do the hard work for you. Like if you guys want to change your body composition, you want to build a toned body, you want to lose body fat, you need to be in a calorie deficit and you need to be weight training and you need to be consistent long term. Stop looking for a quick fix. Stop trying to find something that will do the results for you like you have to put in the work if you want the results and supplements are not necessary at all along your fitness journey you can get all the vitamins and nutrients that you need from a healthy diet if you guys do want to take supplements like obviously i think protein powder is great creatine is great but is it necessary no your foundation is your nutrition and your training so don't be over here trying to take all this skinny key skinny tea and skinny coffee things like just put in the hard work okay there's no supplement that's gonna get you the results that you want and even if like you know someone who did the skinny coffee thing you guys it's just there's caffeine like you have more energy you're moving your body more it's just you're in a calorie deficit because you have more energy and caffeine suppresses your appetite like that's literally what it does. Other supplements, they're just like a laxative. They make you go to the bathroom. Obviously, you're going to lose weight after you use the bathroom. Like just put in the actual work. Okay. Next thing that you guys should know if you are a beginner to your fitness journey, there's no accurate or accessible way to measure caloric burn. And it is not necessary. So stop looking at your little watch or like, oh, I burned 500 calories. That's awesome. Great. I'm going to try to burn more. Like stop trying to burn as many calories as possible in your workout. Like that doesn't equate to an effective workout and your watch is not accurate. Okay. If you want to look at it because it motivates you and you're like, okay, cool. Like it says I burned 500 calories, even though you really did it, then that's okay. Like I'm not saying you guys shouldn't wear fitness watches, but those are not accurate representations of how many calories you're burning. And just because you might've burned more calories in a workout, doesn't mean that you're going to get better results or that was a better workout. Like you actually don't burn a, a ton of calories while weight training, but you actually increase your metabolism and the other 23 hours in the day, you're burning more calories because you are burning them at rest because you have more muscle mass. So stop worrying about how many calories you're burning. And that goes into the second thing I wanted to say. Sweating does not mean you're burning more fat or having a better workout. Like I see a lot of you ladies say like, oh, like I didn't really sweat in that workout. So I want to do cardio because like I need to sweat or whatever. And if you like sweating, cool like that's great but it doesn't mean that you're burning more fat or you're having a more effective workout like sweating has absolutely nothing to do with how effective your workout is sweating is just our body's natural way of cooling down like if you're working out in a very hot gym with no ac in the summer you're gonna be sweating even when you walk in there doesn't mean you're like oh burning fat or just melting fat out of your body or if you're working out in a very cold gym in the winter you might not be sweating because it's freezing, but you're having a really good effective workout. So stop equating sweating to burning more calories or a better workout or better results. It has nothing to do with it. It's literally your body's way of cooling down. And some people sweat more than others. It doesn't mean that person is burning more calories than that person. So, so the conclusion here is a very general tip that will help you guys get started. Move your body a little bit more, eat more protein, go out to eat a little bit less. 
like start there instead of doing all these crazy things. And remember all these fitness myths I just debunked for you. If you see any of these fitness myths online, just come back to this podcast episode. Like almost everything you guys will see, especially like all these TikTok trends, all these weight loss supplement trends, just ignore it. Okay. It's not true. And now notice how I didn't say though, to cut out carbs and to work out six times per week and to do a crash diet. Like if you go to the extreme, when you're first starting your fitness journey, you will burn yourself out. You will not be able to adhere to that long term. And you're just going to do some damage to your overall mental health and metabolism by doing all these extreme diets. And you're also going to feel discouraged too, because if you're like, I'm going to work out six days per week, but you are busy and you have a very demanding job, or maybe you're a mom, like you'll maybe do that for a week or two, but then you're just going to feel so tired. You're just going to give up on yourself. And then you're going to feel discouraged and say like, why can't I stick to anything? I just can't do it. I'm not consistent. And it's not that you can't stick to anything. It's just that what you're doing isn't sustainable or realistic for your lifestyle. Like that's why the clients in my program have customized workouts and nutrition programs for for them for their lifestyle some clients train three days per week some of them train five days per week like it really just depends on their overall schedule and how much time you can realistically commit to yourself and it doesn't mean you need to spend hours and hours in the gym five six days per week to see results you guys can still lose body fat by training three to four days per week. Your workouts do not have to be two hours long. They can be 45 minutes long. They can be 30 minutes long if that's realistically all that you have. It's just about getting there and being consistent with something. So those are my top tips for like nutrition slash like mindset surrounding um, your fitness journey. But I actually want to talk a little bit more about the gym. Okay, because I know some of you ladies listening to this are feeling really nervous or just a bit hesitant of getting into the gym. And so I have like a little beginner's guide that I'm going to talk about for you ladies if you are struggling with this. And I used to have crippling gym anxiety like it was really bad and the gym that I went to when I first started being consistent finally along my fitness journey it was so packed all the time it was actually I went to U of A so I went to the rec center shout out if there's any wildcats listening to this Um, but I went to the rec center and that thing was full to the brim like every hour of the day. And it was really intimidating for me because there were so many people there. I had no idea what I was doing, didn't know where to start. I barely even knew how to weight train. Um, So I get it if you guys are feeling a bit anxious getting into the gym. So if you are nervous, it's okay to start with dumbbell only workouts. Like I remember I would grab a pair of dumbbells or one of like the easy bars, like the little preloaded barbells. I would grab that head to the freaking corner of the gym where no one could see me and I would just do my workout there. Like it's okay to do that. You don't have to step up and go to the barbell and, you know, use all these machines you've never tried before the very first weeks that you're going. So just get to the gym, walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes to warm up, get used to being there. You can look around, see where the machines are. Then when you do your workout, just grab a pair of dumbbells and go to the, like if your gym has like a back yoga room or something, or just a back corner where there's not a lot of people, you can do so many exercises and work out your entire body with just dumbbells. Like that's a great place to start. You do not have to do all these intense 
advanced exercises yet. You can work your way up to there. Like you can work your way up to the free weights and the machines um, over time as you get more used to just being in the gym. But if you are just like absolutely paralyzed with fear, you have like really bad gym anxiety, just start off with dumbbells. You guys can also like when you first go to the gym, you can go with a friend the first couple of times. Just don't become dependent on them. All right. I say this because I did this back when this was like, I don't know, a couple of years into my fitness journey. I was still really scared to go to the gym. So I was going with a friend. We had a membership together. Like we got a joint friend membership or whatever because it was cheaper. And I could only go when she went. So when she didn't go, I couldn't go. And like then I, I would use that excuse of like, oh, well, my friend's not going. So I can't go. Or you just become dependent on them. Like you will not go without them. So yes, go with them a few times to like get used to doing the machines. You guys can try it out together, especially if you have a friend who's more experienced in the gym, but do not become dependent on them because one day you will have to go to the gym alone and I promise you will be okay. It is not as scary as you think, Um, but go with a friend the first couple of times or if you don't have a friend that will go with you, ask a worker at the gym to just give you a tour of the gym and show you where everything is because I think a lot of us are anxious because we walk into this like new place where we don't know where we are we don't know where anything is and um we just like feel nervous walking around looking for something we're like everyone's gonna look at me like I look so dumb I look lost and so if you have someone show you where everything is or just ask for a tour of the gym from one of the workers you're gonna be a little bit like you'll you'll know where things are so you don't feel like you're running around looking for something you just know where everything is but don't forget to warm up start with light weights as you improve your form and your strength then you can start increasing your weight so just start small and i think the biggest takeaway of this entire episode is just to start small and work your way up i think a lot of you ladies quit on yourself or give up and get discouraged because you go from like one zero to one workout per week to like I'm going to do six workouts per week and I'm going to do two hours of cardio and I'm going to cut out carbs and I'm going to do keto like you do all this extreme stuff when this is a lifestyle and you need to start small if especially if you struggle with consistency and think of it this way something is better than nothing and starting small is better than trying an extreme crash diet overtraining and then stopping and binging after a few weeks and then you just do it all over again and you're in this like yo-yo cycle where you go through these health phases for a few weeks and then you can't stick to it and you give up and then you start again and you're motivated and then you fall off again and you just do this for like years and years so just do something that can stick within your lifestyle and I say this all the time this is a lifestyle it is not a diet the goal should be to sustain a healthy lifestyle and healthy habits for the rest of your life realistically doing this will add on more years to your life too you guys will live a longer happier life if you start living a healthy lifestyle if you start incorporating exercise and a healthy diet not a restrictive diet into your life so stop doing things you know you won't be able to stick to long term because again we're going to rebound you're going to gain the weight right back you're going to hit a plateau it's going to take a long time to fix the damage that you did and it's just not going to be fun so that is it that is my beginner's guide to your fitness journey or to the gym slash nutrition if you guys want more episodes on this i can totally do that because our bodies again are very complex and I think it's great to start off with small habits and work your way up but as you get a little more 
like deeper into your fitness journey, you may have to start doing things like a reverse diet or a maintenance phase, or maybe you're going to do a calorie deficit or whatever, or like a calorie surplus, depending on what your goal is. So if you guys are needing extra support along your fitness journey, or you just want something that's tailored to you, just send me a DM on Instagram. It's at Hallie June Fit. Let me know that you listen to the podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying these episodes. They're really fun for me to do. But that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning in, girl. Hopefully you got some value and learned something new. If you did and you want guidance on how to reach your fitness goals without restricting yourself, send me a DM on Instagram at HallieJuneFit with the word goals and we'll chat. I appreciate you and I'll see you in the next episode.